1: Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick.
0: All right, welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for The Viking Age. Before we get started, make sure to follow The Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at The Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to Facebook dot com slash the viking age all right joining me on today's show is trevor squire he covers the vikings for heavy.com so welcome to the show trevor
1: hey thanks adam good yeah thanks for having me
0: no problem uh first off it says in your twitter bio that you have made stops at the star tribune and then the pioneer press in the past so what did you do for those two publications in your time with them
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so that was actually my senior year of college uh I was a J student at the University of Minnesota, and I landed internships with the school's practicum for both newsrooms. So I was a digital intern at the Pioneer Press, which was just kind of, you know, any story that we thought would perform well. We would try to integrate social media as much as possible. So I did quite a few uh, sports stories back then. I did one on the, uh, um, let's see, it was the uh, Duck, Duck, Gray Duck celebration couple of years ago, three years ago. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, Star Tribune, uh, I was just a public safety intern. So just, you know, kind of, uh, trying out a lot of different roles back in school.
0: For sure. So, so are you, um, a Vikings fan? I know, I know some, some people who cover the team aren't, so I'm just, I'm just curious. <laughs> um, do you root for the Vikings?
1: Yes, absolutely. Right. Um, yeah, I, I got into them probably around 2008, 2009. Adrian oh, wow. Peterson is, you know, who really got me interested. Vikings were always around growing up. I grew up in uh, a little outside the North Metro of, of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, But yeah, AP is the one who actually made it stuck and made it a a ritual to start watching them. And, you know, since it's just kind of been diving in more and more each year. For sure. Um,
0: Who, who maybe is a former Viking that you enjoyed watching, you know, who wasn't someone that everyone would classify as a star.
1: Hmm. Mm. I would go I don't know why I'm I'm skeptical of this all of a sudden but when we we had Chester Taylor right yeah
0: yep.
1: yeah yeah I remember watching Chester Taylor um and right again befo- I think
0: right before Peterson was drafted he, yeah, was, the, he yeah. was the top and, guy
1: and uh yeah you know I think that was yeah obviously I wasn't watching ritually at that point but right. you know I I loved watching his rushing style and um yeah overall like i think uh he sort of kind of built upon that reputation of the vikings having good running backs and Mm -hmm. it's definitely something that vikings fans kind of have like an infatuation with at this point
0: yeah oh yeah well you know everyone likes to talk about how they run too much or you know they they shouldn't sign a running back but uh they're doing pretty well for for themselves. Uh, before we get into some current Vikings talk, what did you think of the Super Bowl last weekend? Were you maybe surprised by the result?
1: Um, I mean i I expected Tampa's defense to, yeah. you know, be able to have its way a little bit, but I did not expect them to be pressuring Mahomes like that. Especially, you know, I think a lot of conversation on Twitter after the after the game was. You know, suddenly we're comparing Mahomes to Kirk Cousins, and like, and his <laughs> and his struggles having a porous mm-hmm. offensive line. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't believe we've, you know, we've we've completely put Patrick Mahomes on an idol, and now he's just a mortal Kirk Cousins at this point.
0: Yeah, one one game. That's so all it took. He's right. I think that's the first time Patrick Mahomes has lost by double digits since like college. So yeah,
1: and and he's still making amazing. And plays it was in too. yeah, it
0: was in the Super Bowl. <laughs> um yeah so let's get into some current vikings talk um so what were just what were some of your overall takeaways from the the vikings 2020 season
1: um you know i think the offense definitely surprised me um towards the tail end of the season i know at the bye week um i mean i was i was frustrated Mm -hmm. um you know it was definitely a little bit of a downer to start one and five and to, you know, just not have a ton of encouragement on either side of the ball and then to see the offense just, you know, really pick up its responsibility on the team. That's what Zimmer was talking about is, is how much he, he wanted this group to kind of shoulder that load, which is, you know, that's not something light for Zimmer to say. He would much rather have the defense be leaned on to win games, but, you know, rebuilding that group, the offense needed to step up and, you know, I think that's sort of like the glimpse that we're going to be getting into the 2021 season as well.
0: For sure. What do you think will be the Vikings' biggest uh, priority this offseason? Mm, I mean,
1: to be honest, I think,
0: there aren't, I think there offensive aren't like, line. Yeah, there aren't a lot of I mean, yeah, that's always one, but there aren't a lot of glaring like holes, I feel like, because they're getting a bunch of guys returning from injury and yeah, the younger guys are going to have another year, another belt and maybe they'll have you know, in offseason to actually do uh, OTAs <laughs> right? and,
1: and minicamp and stuff. So you're, you're going yeah. with offensive line? Yeah, well, I think, yeah, again, I think there's a lot of encouragement on the defensive line. Um, cornerback and, like, the secondary, obviously building up that is going to be a point of emphasis. I don't know necessarily if we go chasing another first-round cornerback. Like, maybe if somehow Patrick certainly Mike, Mike Zimmer would never do that. <laughs> right <laughs> i think if if certain's there at 14 i you know i think he is going to definitely pe- be petitioning the team and and spielman to to go after that he but, um, um
0: he went to alabama right
1: yep yeah and they just got and there. there's that connection with yeah. carl scott
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so you know it's just like it's it's too it's too disney at that point it's too storybook to have happen <sighs> oh man. but uh another, it would be very nice yeah
0: another another first round corner i'm sure people would love that
1: yeah, you know, I think I <laughs> I think people would definitely uh be up in arms, but at the same time like, you know, it's it's not it's not necessarily a position that another first round pick is su- suddenly going to solve the problems either. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I think if they can get some veteran help at cornerback, I'm not sure how the free agent situation is going to yeah. pan out given with, you know, cap space and just the availability of who's coming back but um yeah i see you know the secondary as kind of a, a larger concern um
0: yeah especially if yeah anthony, anthony harris is going.
1: yeah definitely um you know uh who who steps into that role like josh yep. josh metellus yeah <laughs> who is kind of like flexed as like a linebacker somewhat mm-hmm, uh because mm-hmm. he just wasn't trusted in coverage last year it's it's not good especially um just how uh undersized he is right now too
0: yeah he, he was a rookie though so i, I give him mm-hmm. the benefit of the doubt um you know heading into next season do you think that mike zimmer and rick spielman should be on the hot seat
1: yeah you know i don't i think they you know they definitely are i don't necessarily see a mid-season firing um yeah barring they don't start one in five again you know i think that you know that that throws all speculation out the window anything could happen you know like we we saw that with childress like
0: yep. um he but, went uh, kind of rogue he went kind of rogue though. true yeah he you like, get
1: rid of randy moss yeah. second time that's a
0: without that's a without letting anyone know yeah he didn't he didn't he didn't tell the owners and they're like um
1: okay <laughs> then you can leave too yeah but um but yeah you know i think uh I think this is definitely the year that we see, um, you know, the, the direction of the franchise finally, uh, reveal itself.
0: Yeah. There's pressure. There's a lot of pressure this year for mm-hmm. sure. And I think that's, um, what we're going to talk about next is the, is the Kirk cousins trade rumors. Cause you know, they're, they're there, they're out <laughs> there. Got to talk about them, but I think what's, pre- what will prevent them from ultimately trading him is the fact that they don't have, they can't afford to take a big risk next year. You know, if mm-hmm. the Vikings don't make the playoffs, and Zimmer and Spielman, there's a very good chance they're gone. So that's I think that's what's going to prevent them from from letting Cousins go. But what are what are your thoughts on on all these these you know random trade rumors about Kirk Cousins? None of them are really from credible, um, you know, people. That, there's no Shefters or or Rappaports out there. No, it's about just this a, stuff. Uh, what are your it's thoughts on Just a on
1: rekindling all these? of you know old reports. It's yes, like oh yes 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 you know. Shanahan likes Kirk Cousins. No secret there. Like he's a big Kirk Cousins fan. Like, um, yeah, you know. And again, this is no groundbreaking news. I think this is reported every off season yeah. um, just to get people excited. And it's fun. It's fun to speculate on this stuff. But realistically, yeah, when you start to look into the business side of the NFL, um, that would be Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman completely indicting themselves on the potential mistake of signing Kirk Cousins.
0: Yeah. And they they don't really have a whole lot of like, what's their options if they do trade him? Like, do they, they have the 14th pick, so they would have to probably at least get another first round pick to try and then try and then trade up to maybe get one of the the top quarterback prospects or, you know, try and trade for Deshaun Watson, which reportedly he's already said he doesn't want to come to, to Minnesota. So, mm-hmm. They don't have a whole lot of options if they trade for for Kirk Cousins. I know there's a bunch of people who don't like him and li- like to see him go elsewhere, but you know he threw 35 touchdowns, you know, this season, so it's not it's not terrible. Um,
1: <laughs> no, he's he's great to watch at times. It's yeah. just like you know when there are the uh, when there are the times that he crumbles, it's just you know you just have to sit there and like stare blankly like what is unfolding in front of me. Well,
0: yeah, he's running running for his life. You know, like mm-hmm. like. Patrick Mahomes was in in the Super Bowl, and I, I like to throw this out there. You know, if if Kirk Cousins was the quarterback of the Saints um, this season, I feel like they would probably have a much better season than what they had with Drew Brees back there.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's very fair. Um, yeah, I think especially with Kirk too, it's just like we, we've seen how when when the when the actual offense is fitting around him, we've seen him excel and. You know, he's not going to elevate the team. He's not a transformative player. But, like, if you put him up there with the right pieces, he's going to get the job done.
0: Yeah. And, we-
1: and unfortunately, you know, I was, I was thinking about us spending, a, yeah, the Vikings spending, you know, like a high-round draft pick on offensive linemen, which is definitely in the realm of possibility because that not only protects the, uh, the investment on Kirk Cousins – but it's also potentially a, you know, it's a, it's a future investment on whomever may come in after him. Yeah. Under whichever regime is like going to be managing the team. Is it going to be Spielman and Zimmer still? Or will they move on to, to new owner, to new management?
0: Yeah. I mean, people always talk about how Kirk Cousins needs all these pieces around him to be successful. And that's the case with every quarterback. You know, you look at Tom Brady. He didn't have any receivers to throw to, you know, in New England in his last couple of years. And they did I mean, they did win the Super Bowl one of those years, um, but like they weren't as good as as they were as he you know he went to Tampa Bay and and they win the Super Bowl because he has all these weapons. He's got a good defense, and you know Kirk Cousins and the Vikings offense was actually pretty good last year. And then the defense just pooped the bed. So like he, they're counting on the defense to be one of the best, and then it's not. And then so it's like, well, why didn't Kirk Cousins do this? And it's like, what? Like, <laughs> like why? Why? Why is he? continuing to get the blame when the defense, you know, they can't stop Alvin Kamara from scoring six touchdowns in a game. Uh, But, you know, I think,
1: yeah, if you, if you take away the Colts and the Falcons game and, you know, let, let a few months pass by where, you know, we kind of absorb Kirk's entire like 2020 resume and he's absolutely not the problem.
0: No. And they could have won the Titans game. They could have won the Seahawks game, you know, there's a lot of lot of games that could have gone differently for the Vikings uh, last season, and they, you know, if one of them goes differently, they're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. Support for the Viking Age podcast is brought to you today by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology development to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for our listeners, which is 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at Manscaped.com. Manscaped has created the best ball hair trimmer ever, the Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. In addition, this trimmer comes with an LED light for a more precise shave and is waterproof to make your shower, shave, clean and dry. So once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code fansided 20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code fansided 20 Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Enough about, about that, but we'll look to their 2021 roster and, you know, Who's a who's a notable Vikings player that you maybe think doesn't end up on on the team's roster next season, you know, it could be because they're cut or traded, you know, or something else. Who who is someone that people are, you know, big fans of, but, you know, probably not going to be with the Vikings next year?
1: Mm, I mean, if if we can expand that to guys who are reaching free agency? Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh Eric Wilson is is probably one of them to go. Um, you know, he he had a lot of interceptions, he was making a ton of plays, which you know, when when that happens at linebacker, it's not always necessarily that they're creating those plays. Sometimes they just tend to fall into him. Like no no knock on Wilson. He had a great season. But I think um moving forward, like Anthony Barr is going to take that spot outside outside linebacker. And yeah, the Vikings are just going to have to move on from Wilson because they can't afford him.
0: So, um, what about Kyle Rudolph or Riley Reef? You know, any of those guys? I feel like they're they're leaning closer to bringing Reef back, um, and then then Rudolph yeah. probably just depends on if He's willing to take a pay cut, which he says he isn't. Um, and we'll see if that's actually the case.
1: I think it's tough because Rudolph is such a a staple to the team. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes. Players like to like really posture up in mm-hmm. in the public eye, and mm-hmm. that podcast with Ben Lieber was, you know, he had some really strong quotes in that story, which mm-hmm. is it's great for guys like me and you who, you know, <laughs> see that stuff and we're just like we're all over it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I think as we get closer to the uh, the deadline to cut him, um, you know, we're it's going to start to become more realistic for for both sides, the Vikings and his camp, you know, like. What can he get in free agency? Is it worthwhile? And you know, and he made a lot of he he made a lot of great points about the offense. But you know, generally, it's just like you've you've accepted this role and you are kind of reaching that point in your career. He might you might think he's a couple years from from being that you know that elder statesman at tight end who just kind of is there to teach guys. But he's headed there, and so it's just kind of accepting your your reality or you know, just kind of keep pushing. And, and right now he's, you know, he's still, uh, he's still investing in himself heavily.
0: Yeah. He's starting to sound um, a little bit like the guy that you mentioned earlier in the episode, which is Adrian Peterson and how mm-hmm. Peterson is always like, Oh no, I'm still a number one guy. And I want to play till I'm like 95. Um, so he's starting to sound a little bit like that. I just saw Peterson wants to play with the bucks and, and Tom Brady. And I'm like, well, good for you. We all have dreams. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, one thing is like
1: Rudolph too is he, you know, um, well the Vikings, they're, you know, they're very loyal to these guys. Like yeah. I think they held on to Peterson for a little bit longer than they should mm, have through, yeah. through injuries, through, you know, his issues in the public, like mm-hmm. they've held on to him and, and I could see them doing that with Rudolph as well. Um, yeah. with this new cap situation, I think, you know, it, I feel like they can find a middle ground for, for Rudolph and, um, yeah, I mean, moving on to reef, I think with, uh, with that uh that bonus that he was given yep. for yep. 2020 you know i think that's a little bit of an olive branch like giving him some money up front
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the promise of you'll be taking a pay cut in 2021 okay. <laughs> yeah right like it's tough for him but you know and he's he's also been adamant about uh about you know wanting to continue his career with the vikings possibly ending yeah. his career with the vikings yeah. and you know as much as it's uh kind of like a a, a pr face you put on you know, you listen to these guys' tone, and I I definitely believe it.
0: Yeah, a lot of these guys are getting to the point where, you know, money isn't really that big of a a, a priority. You know, they're, mm-hmm. more, they're more worried about, you know, keeping – a lot of these guys, you know, they have families now, and they want to keep their family in one place, and they want to, you know, just, right. just win games and, you know, not sh- go all over the league and – you know, maybe some guys are like that and and don't care, but there's a lot of guys that are like, you know what? I'm still making millions of dollars to play football for a living. So if I have to take a small pay cut or whatever to to stay where I am and be happy, then that's that's what I'll do. So, mm-hmm.
1: I um I recently saw one of one of your stories on Rudolph's house going on the market. It resurfaced. It was from last year. Oh yeah um, yeah 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 yeah. But suddenly they got a new
0: they got a new house though. I think in
1: minnesota uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's closer to yeah the practice facilities yeah. but you know someone someone posted that like resurfacing it like rudolph is on his way out and i'm like that's it. Eh, like man. i've seen that headline before i checked the date and i'm like <laughs> yeah that was from last year
0: yeah yeah i remember that actually that blew up um that was like in this a random summer story where people were like oh man um but yeah Uh, Because I remember, like, Trey Wayne sold his house and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. You see all those players doing that. But sometimes this guy's moving. Um, So the Vikings officially named Clint Kubiak, 33-year-old Clint Kubiak, as their new offensive coordinator earlier this week. uh, And Mike Zimmer placed a heavy emphasis on, on continuity when talking about the team's decision to promote the younger Kubiak. So do you think sticking with someone who will run the same offense for the third year in a row... Is what's best for the Vikings, or should they have gone out and attempted to find maybe someone from the outside, outside of the organization who could have brought you know maybe some some newer ideas to the team?
1: I mean, I as much as I'd like to see, you know, some different ideas like not running the ball on second down, for instance, um, <laughs> second
0: and ten. It's
1: like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, as much as I'd like to see some new ideas, I do think that they have you know a really good scheme in place. And, you know, I think Kubiak's going to at least have a little bit of flexibility to, you know, start changing up things a little bit. I'd like to see the Vikings try and get a a decent third wide receiver, someone who mm-hmm. can take the top off the defense. Um, so I think that opens up, you know, if if you present that more often, you, you go three wide on second and 10, you can still run the ball there. And it's going to be way more open. I remember um, Jefferson today, I think, on KFAN was talking about how much he noticed guys were starting to play off him mm. um, towards the end of the season. You know, like now there's going to be a full body of film to study mm-hmm. on Jefferson and guys are going to start doing that. It's going to open things up for Dalvin Cook.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, the, the offense, people are able to stay healthy next year. I think the offense is going to be a, a lot of fun to watch. And I think Kubiak can actually bring, you know, some, some more modernness to the Vikings offense because he is 33 years old. So he can, you know, take some of these, you know, trends that work in around around the NFL and, and try and put pieces of them into, you know, the Vikings offense. Obviously Mike Zimmer's gonna be like, you know, we gotta run the ball like seven hundred mm-hmm. times a game. But you know, if you wanna reverse, have one of them be a reverse, then you know, that's fine too. So I'm I'm interested to see what happens with, with the younger Kubiak. I, I know a lot of people are like, oh it's nepotism and I'm like, well <laughs> but but he's been in the league for a while before he even got this job with the Vikings and and um you know he seems still,
1: like a good guy too. Yeah. It's like he's worked you know, with Kirk
0: like, Cousins the last two years. I don't think the Vikings would make him the offensive coordinator and a play caller if they didn't, you know, have confidence in him to do that job. This is this is not, you know, high school. This is the NFL. So they're not gonna just yeah, hand it over to anybody.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um so the Vikings signed another kicker the other day actually they yeah. officially signed him today um Greg Joseph he's been in the NFL for a few years and he spent the 2020 season on the bucks practice squad and i believe he spent time with the titans browns and dolphins too i believe um after this you know move this signing do you think that Dan Bailey's days as the vikings kicker are numbered
1: mm, no i mean i think there will be a training camp battle uh-huh. i'm not sure you know, how slanted the table is going to be right, right away. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dan Dan Bailey, even after missing seven kicks in those two weeks, like he struggled through the rest of the year too. Yep. So, you know, this is definitely like a situation to be monitoring. I know I've seen at least a few people speculate that, you know, he might be asked to, to take a pay cut. So the fact he that even, they guaranteed some money to Joseph. What is he
0: making? Like three million? They're going to ask him to take a pay cut. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like. I don't know how much they'll save, but you know, maybe it's just for motivation. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know they. Yeah, they did guarantee some of Joseph's uh, contract. Yeah, People and that's not been, something
1: you do for just a, right. a body in training camp.
0: But they've done that with you know undrafted free agents too, just to entice them to sign with them. So that might be something too, where they you know yeah, he might he might have had other people uh interested in him and they're like well we'll give you this guarantee and you could sign with us um but yeah i'm 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 intrigued because i've looked at you know some of joseph's numbers and they're not they're not bad he's he made all of his kicks with the titans granted i think 18 of his 19 kicks were extra points (laughs) um but you know the vikings have struggled with extra points these last couple years you know in, in the zimmer era with you know uh what's his face Kai Forbath and Bailey too he's had some struggles um so I'm I'm curious I'm curious to see if Bailey can recover you know kickers do get the yips so mm-hmm. but this is this is good by the Vikings also to just take that necessary step to bring in someone else because they couldn't they couldn't afford to go into the next year with just just Bailey and and be like oh we're not worried about you and then he starts screwing up again then they have to scramble and try and find some random person to kick for them. So, I think it was a good move made by them. But the other day, Fansideds, our own Matt Vertorame, uh reported that Patrick Peterson and the Cardinals will be parting ways after 10 mm-hmm. seasons. He came out, I think, and said it's a dirty rumor or whatever, but players are going to do that. Um, so... Is Peterson someone you would like to see maybe the Vikings go after in free agency this year, or should Minnesota just stick with Cameron Dansler and Jeff Gladney as their two top, top two corners for next season?
1: Uh, I think if you can get him for the right price, um, you know like you have extra cash laying around. Why not? Yeah. Um, you know people think he's kind of old and washed up, but I think his his style of coverage too, he tends to like shadow guys. Mm-hmm. It's not overly physical. Granted, he might not have the same speed, but, you know, he could be used in, like, some zone looks and and just more, like, prevent schemes, too.
0: We look at someone like Terrence Newman, who came over to the Vikings when he was, like, 38, and he mm-hmm. started uh, for a good amount of time under Mike Zimmer and and kind of progressed or, like, yeah, progressed his career further with the Vikings when he, he probably could have retired after he was with the, the Bengals or whatever. Um, so Peterson, Peterson can look at that and be like, you know, if I want to extend my career, then, you know, the the Vikings would probably be a good place to go because Zimmer has that reputation of of getting the most out of his corners. I think Peterson would be a good person to have just because of his experience. He can, you know, help these young corners, teach them, you know, the right and wrong things to do out on the field. And with the Vikings needing another safety, probably, you know, they're going to need some more veteran presence back there because we don't know if they're going to get that safety from free agency or the draft or whatever and and Mm -hmm. it's likely going to be the draft because the vikings don't aren't expected to have a lot of spending money um you know i have no idea what the salary cap is going to be this year i've seen so many different reports how it's going to be you know 180 185 i saw a report the other day that the nfl is trying to advance their TV contracts so they can kind of get some money up front to prevent the salary cap from dropping. So there's, there's lots of different reports and we just won't know until they actually set it. Um, but I'll leave you with this, uh, with their top pick in this year's NFL draft, which is currently the number 14 pick, uh, which position group do you not want the Vikings to add to? Mm, I
1: mean, uh, I would probably go aside wide the, receiver. Uh, yeah, aside from
0: the obvious, like running back and quarterback.
1: Yeah. wide receiver has been, you know, it's kind of been there, like yep. uh, underneath some of the more publicized positions. Um, as much as I think they do need a third wide receiver, and you know, all the hype of reuniting Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Um, yeah, that's not. You know, happen. it's just not. It's not <laughs> worthwhile at that at that spot. I think you can get you know, you don't need to chase another Justin Jefferson or, I mean, you could potentially find another Stefan Diggs later, yep. later in the draft. I think that's maybe the route they should go instead.
0: Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of, you know, we saw a bunch of receivers who were drafted after the first round this year have, have success with uh, what's his name? Chase Claypool. Yeah. Steelers. You know, you had uh, Michael Pittman and, and with the Colts. So there's, there's plenty of guys and, and they're not looking to find a number one Receiver in the draft. They already have, you know, maybe two of those with, with Jefferson and Thielen. They need, you know, a third guy. Um, I know they like Chad Beebe a lot. That's great, they, but they should get someone else. Um, so,
1: long to Chad Beebe. Like, yeah, I so maybe,
0: maybe one of those third round picks they can use on, on a receiver, you know, knowing the likings. Rick's going to probably draft like two of them in the seventh round or something, and then they'll take one of those guys. But I think what they kind of need to target if they do go receiver with one of the early round picks is a receiver who can return, you know, too, because Mm -hmm. their return game was terrible. Yeah. Osborne didn't
1: turn out. I don't know if he keeps the job. He's definitely, you know, if he comes back to training camp, uh, yeah, he'll definitely be battling for that spot.
0: Yeah. They need to, they need to fix that because it was, that was bad. It it contributed to, you know, that's, that's key. Field position is huge for, especially for a team like, you know, Mike Zimmers that likes to run Mm -hmm. the ball and, and, have their defense I mean, we've been
1: spoiled we've been yeah. spoiled marcus Sheryls, Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Like, he's a free agent. it's been nice for a while he's a free agent. that i would be i'd be on board for that i don't yeah <laughs> i don't know if he wants spend to spend the out. bank on him right
0: yeah i don't know what his relationship is with, with zimmer and and things like that i know he's still got friends with the team obviously but it's different different story with the actual people who actually pay you mm-hmm. um but that that's gonna do it for today's show uh thanks for coming on again today trevor uh, Thanks make for sure having me. to follow trevor on twitter what is your 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 twitter handle
1: uh i'm at trevor d as in david squire and then uh yeah heavy on vikings on facebook also heavy on vikings on twitter too we're just kind of starting to that's to heavy.com watch the...
0: not not heavy coverage that's heavy.com <laughs> <laughs> um i also yeah you you there's some tweets you have about the Vikings, and I noticed the other day you, you tweet about like uh, what, what what are you doing? Like hanging out in, in courts and stuff, doing court reporting.
1: Oh uh, no, it's just um, city meetings. It's a program in Chicago. Um, Ooh, real excited. It's so. just uh yeah, right. <laughs> but no, it's a it's a great program. They they cool. pay people you know pretty well to do this kind of work. Um, there's definitely it's nice compensation, and I think it's money well spent just to. You know have a little more transparency especially cool. like a city like chicago you know yeah for sure
0: um so yeah go follow that go follow this podcast on twitter and facebook subscribe to the podcast on the apple podcast app spotify wherever you podcast and uh but until next time we we'll talk to you later.